The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. New data collected during Census 2022 shows that 21% of Irish households have two or more spare rooms in their homes, prompting calls for homeowners to consider renting a room. That's according to the Irish Independent. Now, it comes as the latest report from the Residential Tenancies Board reveals that the average Dublin rent hit €2,102 per month. I'm joined now by financial analyst Carl Dieter. Carl, good morning. Good morning, Pat, and congratulations on turning 10. Thank you very much. During the break, we were talking about uh, how some people say 10 years, time flies. But when we started to list all the things that have happened in the last 10 years... Yeah, it's been a monster 10 years. I was actually, I think I was on your show... It was either the first or second day because I remember you from your previous life and I was saying, wow, you know, welcome along, here you go. I can't believe it's been 10 years. And you've got Trump, Brexit, wars, you know, lots of good things too, but I'm just saying these, some of these huge yeah. things, pandemics, huge stuff. Huge and, stuff and you, has you happened there in the last also, yeah, decade. It's been, a, been a big one, big decade. Now, the other thing that is uh, with us is homelessness and the struggle to either rent or buy a home. And this notion that given that many people have two or more spare rooms in their homes, let's sort out the government's problem and rent out those rooms. Yeah, so that's kind of, you know, when you hear these, like, there's cause for, it's one of these things where it's like, cause by who and for what reason and, and how would it work, etc. So basically, there is a thing called a rent-a-room scheme, and you can get, you know, €14,000 tax-free, which to earn would cost you, or you'd have to earn, you know, say 20000 at least to, to get that if you went out and did it as a job. Uh, and at the same time, we have this massive underutilization of property. Now, it's it's quite chronic in public housing because that's government property. So you've got lots of examples of one person living in a three-bed, and I've, I've always advocated but that we should manage that But now they can qualify. Uh, in recent months, the minister <laughs> announced that uh, you could rent a room even if you were paying rent to the state through a local authority. Yeah, and I, look, in, in a time where there's such shortages, I think that was the right choice, but it also means that people are never going to leave those houses and there's folks on the housing list. And when you're trying to balance it out, I think that is a, a stopgap measure. And well, I don't well, have what to What are you saying? That you're, you're there, you're paying whatever rent it is, and then you can earn 14 grand as well, which might cover your rent to the state. And, and so. Oh, and everything else. So, I mean, like else. what it does is, like public housing is there to really help people who can't afford things. That's ultimately where, where we tend to focus it. And then as they go through their life, maybe they can. And now we're put, making a situation where you can reward them even more. I'm not saying that it's right, but it is a way to try and get yeah. rooms occupied. I mean, one of the issues there is, is that people will get 14 grand uh, tax-free in a house that is owned by the local authority in which there is capacity. Yeah. And, your point is that the, well, the local authority don't get 14 grand and therefore they don't build 14 grand's worth of houses or 14 grand's worth of services or whatever else they might do. But look, you know, I still think that that was the right choice given the situation that we're in. There is then the, the big overarching issue outside of public housing, which is just housing general. And we basically under tax housing in, in a big way. In other countries, property taxes are far higher. We should probably lower labor taxes and raise things like property taxes. And you could even look at, say, you know, making a, a proper thing called a cadaster, which is a, a property database, and you could link PPS numbers to houses, and you could determine how many people are living there so that you could say, look, well, the, the tax actually goes up if your house isn't occupied. And that, in some way, then helps to, to, to change that behavior, because Irish behavior is hold on forever, never sell you know, give it to your kids yeah, one day. There, there is an issue which we've also addressed on the programme with the Minister, and that is uh, if people want to downsize, 
what's there to downsize to? You, you know, you've got a house in the burbs, your family are raised, uh, you've got plenty of capacity, you don't need a house that big. So you say, okay, I'll buy something smaller. Uh, nothing available except to rent for the rest of your life in a brand new apartment, which may be A-rated, but you know you've got your nest egg from flogging your house, but you can see that nest egg eroding month by month on, you know, maybe two grand a month, and you're thinking, that's terrible. I'm not going to do that. Yeah. I'll go broke. Well, so obviously the solution there is to have a sufficient supply of houses that if you sell a big house that you can buy a small one and have money left over. And in that you actually help alleviate poverty in an elderly population. It helps free up houses where, you know, instead of saying having a family of four living in a two bed and a person on their own living on a five bed, that you create some movement within this. But the, the issue really, it boils back to the same thing. We're very good about the carrot style of influence in this country, but we're not too good at the stick. Okay, so what stick would you use? Taxation. Taxation is, is the stick. Like the government, I, I've, I'm going blue in the face saying this, but the government don't actually really do anything. They, they're able to take money from one group and give it to another. And then they wrap it around these ideas and policies and they can give that money to someone and say, look, we're going to call that the health system. We put a load of people there. The money that we took from somewhere, we direct here and it provides all these goods and services. But, uh, it's I mean, good, it's bad and indifferent. Given but, that the old age pension is not, uh, it's, it's good by international standards, but it's not going to uh, sustain you in a particular lifestyle. So yeah. you've got uh, the elderly widow, for example, in a four bedroomed house living on her own, and you decide to tax her because she's got three spare bedrooms, and you tax her to the point that she says, I can't sustain this anymore, yeah. but there's nothing she can buy. Well, okay, so, I, it's always good when you give me the, the toughest example to work through. Um, so the, what you do there is the same thing we do in other situations where someone can't pay and you do what's called an accrual. Uh, we actually already do this with property tax. If you can't afford it, you can let it build up in the background. Okay, now, so when the widow finally passes on, sh uh, shuffles off this mortal coil, uh, when the estate is being settled, they take all the tax at that point. Yeah, now there is inheritance tax already and other taxes like that, which I don't think are as, as positive as regular property taxes. But in an instance like this, you know, you might have family who's alive and well, and they'd be able to help support you do this. Or you can let it accrue and it will be taken out. And by the way, let's not forget that on, on your regular home, there's no capital gains tax either. So it's actually a way to reestablish the concept that most of the rise in house prices doesn't come from someone sitting out there and improving their home and painting it better and better fixtures and fittings. It actually comes from public expenditure, which, which gives amenity that raises the, the, the level of house prices. And so it's a way to recapture some of that as so, well. So taxation is uh, the methodology for, for persuading people with a, a stick, a velvet-lined <laughs> stick to get out of their homes. Uh, question here. Worth asking, Carl, uh, regarding the upper limit of 14K on the rented room for those with two or more rooms. If two tenants, then it's 7K per person, which is approximately uh, 500 a month per tenant, especially if share of utilities is included. Most in Dublin won't avail of such a low rent restriction. That's Carl O'Sullivan in Rothmines. Yeah. The, the question is, though, and I'm not sure about this, if uh, you know you get a, a tax-free lump of uh, fourteen thousand, but presumably you could charge more. You could, but then you have to pay tax on the full on amount. The so, well, on yeah, the full amount. No, yeah, no. So the whole amount becomes. Ah. So let's just be clear. And I think in Cahill's case is a great example. So you're, you're looking at almost twelve hundred a month, one thousand two hundred a month that you can make. And he's saying, "Oh, it's not worth it." My, the point would be 
that if you were to go out and try and earn that money, in particular if you find yourself at the upper rate of taxation, you'd have to go out and earn 2,400, which is the same as having to make, you know, at around 25, 26,000 euro a year. Uh, which you wouldn't be able to do otherwise. All right, but the the bottom line here is that um, you're not subject to the the tenancies board restrictions. You you can lay down your it, own rules. It is actually a really good program. Like, I, well, when you say it's 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 good in the sense that you have a lot of control. So someone can't move landlord, into your house. And the tenant may be bitching about it, but as landlord, you've got control. Yeah. So in in rent a room, there's actually no tenancy rights because it's not a tenancy. So like you're not protected. You could be turned out. You could show up on a Sunday and be turfed out on a Monday. Uh, that's but that's something that that is acknowledged to to protect the rights um, of the of the existing inhabitant. But the the taxation treatment of it is brilliant. You know, it it's it's a very large. Advantage. In fact, if you were a person who had a mortgage and you were you were on your own, or you know your your partner had left or something, you could effectively have your mortgage paid in many instances from renting out rooms. All right, uh, Carl Dieter, thank you very much for uh, joining us. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance weekdays at nine a.m. on News Talk.